Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, July the 3rd. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're staying cool. Uh, it is a warm one, but uh, it's summertime and uh, we've, we've been spoiled really uh, so far this summer with just beautiful weather. Uh, but we're so glad to be with you today on the radio. Thank you for joining us. 95.9 FM, also the radio app and the podcast. We welcome you. And then those that are watching today on Facebook and YouTube, we are very happy to have you with us. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, I hope you are doing well today. I hope you are going to be able to take some time off for July the 4th. And I understand there are some jobs, so those that uh, work at the hospitals and law enforcement, and there's just some jobs where it doesn't stop. And so I don't know what your schedule's like, but I hope you can get some time off this week. And uh, I hope you'll be able to take some time to uh, reflect and to thank God for our country, to thank God for the freedoms that we enjoy uh, here in the United States of America. We had a great day uh, yesterday at church, and I thank the Lord for our church. I love it when we got the flags up, uh, red, white, and blue. We had flags outside, inside. Uh, We had some patriotic music yesterday. It was just a wonderful day. And uh, I thank the Lord for our country. Hope you pray for our country. Uh, I preached on Sunday, and if you missed the services, I hope you go back and watch. But I preached on Sunday about what what is the answer for our country? What is the answer for us uh, nationally? Uh, what is the answer for God to 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 do a work in our nation? And uh, I hope it was a blessing to you. And I hope you take some time today, tomorrow, and really every day. But I hope you pray for our country and pray for uh, revival. I want to say. Um, yesterday, we had some birthdays and anniversaries. Happy birthday yesterday to uh, Angie Barmer. Uh, happy birthday to Johnny Snyder. And then a happy anniversary to Glenn and Monica Collins. I hope you have uh, a wonderful day. hope you had a wonderful day yesterday with your birthdays and anniversaries. And then today... Uh, happy birthday to Tina Barnes and happy anniversary to Robert and Teresa Portis. I hope you have a wonderful anniversary uh, today and we thank the Lord for you. Let's pray for today our church, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries, uh, pray for our country as we said, and uh, let's be in prayer for one another in these days. We're going to go to a song and I hope this song will be a blessing to you and right after this song uh, we will get into our Bible study for today on the subject of prayer. An old man and a little boy were standing in the street. That old man was my grandpa, the little boy was me. The band played on and the soldiers marched and the tears came to his eyes. I will not forget the words he spoke when the flag came passing by. She's more than just another flag, she's the banner of the free. It's more than just another song, our anthem of liberty. And we're more than just a people, from sea to shining sea. We're America, may God ever keep. 
speech called Normandy Of Patton and MacArthur And the battles yet to be Of the men who fought and gave their lives And the tears came to my eyes I will not forget the words he spoke When the flag came passing by She's more than just another flag She's the banner of the free It's more than just another song Our anthem of liberty And we're more than just a people From sea to shining sea We're America May God ever keep us By. She's the grandest flag in the land She's more than just another flag She's the banner of the free It's more than just another song Our anthem of liberty And we're more than just a people From sea to shining sea We're America May God ever keep us for that. I want you to notice, and just kind of a little reminder, especially on this Monday, but we have for several weeks now, we've been talking about prayer. Uh, We've talked about some different aspects of prayer. We've talked about praise, and uh, in our prayer time, there ought to be some time devoted to praising God and and glorifying God and adoring Him and worshiping Him and uh, praising God. That's not asking God for things, but that is uh, telling God uh, how great He is, and telling God how how good He is, and our God is worthy of our praise. The Bible says that we were created uh, to praise Him. We were created to worship Him and help you praise. Then we talked about waiting. Uh, you know, we don't like waiting. Now, I was going through last week, I was going through some sermons. I've got several uh, notebooks of sermons that my dad preached. Uh, from uh, way back in Illinois. And some of those sermons are very special to me because I remember being there in those early days when I was in my uh, junior, senior year of high school and then some of the summers when I was in college. And, uh, and one of the messages I was looking through, I was reading. So my dad was talking about waiting, and I'm not going to get into that today. We've already talked about this subject of waiting. Uh, but he talked about uh, the waiting rooms of life. And, uh, you know, before COVID, um, you know, waiting rooms were a little more a part of life now, uh, and they're, they are coming back, but for a while it was just go sit in your car and we'll text you when we're ready for you. But uh, I've spent a lot of time in waiting rooms at hospitals, um, especially uh, as a pastor, visiting with people, praying with people, waiting for the surgery, waiting for the outcome, waiting for the doctor to come. And uh, I tell you, there are some waiting rooms. Uh, you, you go to the doctor's office, you go to the dentist's office, uh, you take your car to the shop and they say, hey, it'll be quick. And so rather than to leave and come back, you just, you wait for 20 minutes or whatever to get your oil changed or to get a tire fixed or whatever. But you know, there, there's something about waiting. When you're waiting, when, when I'm waiting at a doctor's office, there is nothing I can do. I'm not a doctor. 
Uh, when I'm waiting at a dentist office, there is nothing I can do. I am not a dentist. Uh, when I'm waiting at a mechanic shop, <laughs> there is nothing I can do. I am not a mechanic. I cannot go and help them and fix that car. I can make it worse, uh, but I can't fix it. And you know, in life, that's why it's so important that we learn to wait on God because we can't fix it because it's out of our, our level of expertise. It is out of our arena. Uh, only God can, and you gotta wait on God. Uh, just like when you are waiting at a, a doctor's office uh, concerning a surgery, uh, you're not trying to barge into that operating room and rush the doctor. No, you want that doctor to take the time and do what needs to be done for the good of that patient. And, and friend, we, we need to be very careful that we don't rush God. We need to be very careful that we, we learn how to wait on God. As for God, His way is perfect. God's timing is perfect. Uh, he never makes mistakes. God's never early. Uh, he's never late. He's always right on time. Now, you and I don't always agree with His timing. We, we always think, oh, it needs to be this, or I need this now, or I need this right, right away. And, and God's not in a hurry. And, and I know I've said that. I know I sound like a broken record. Uh, but I say that because we are impatient. Um, I last week I took my my kids. I guess it was on Friday night. I took them. Uh, it was my night to cook, and uh, so I decided only the best. So we went to McDonald's. You know, and that's not the best. I'm teasing about that. And uh, but that is about all I know how to cook. And uh, so we went to McDonald's. And let me just tell you how I am. Um, I we loaded up. We weren't we weren't planning to go inside, and so uh, we, we we got there, and the drive-through line was long. Now, now think about this. How long can a drive-through line be at McDonald's? I mean, you know, it's going to be, what, 10 minutes maybe, even though it's long. But no, no, not me. I'm not waiting in line. So I pull in and, uh, you know, I go in and I told the kids, hey, just wait right here. And I could see them right out the, from the, the, the counter. And, uh, and I'm ordering in, inside. I get my food and I come back out. And you know what I'm doing? I'm looking around thinking, you know what? I think I beat those cars. I think those cars that were in line when I went in, I think they're still in line. You know, I'm looking... And isn't that so funny how we are sometimes with fast food, <laughs> with, with cheeseburgers and french fries, and we're still in a hurry. And uh, I just want to tell you, friend, God's not in a hurry. God's got it all under control. Now, we are impatient, and I think we need to be reminded to wait on God. And then I see confession. We talked about confessing our sins, and confession ought to be done every day. Don't, don't build up an account. Uh, don't, don't say, let's see, oh, I guess I got five sins or 10 sins or 20 sins or 45, who knows how many, but uh, don't do that. When we sin, we ought to confess it right away. Get it right with God. Don't let it build. Uh, don't let it get worse. Don't, don't let it fester. Uh, deal with it. Confess. Uh, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, we're not talking about a, a shopping list. Oh, I got to get a certain number of things before I go to the store. No, we're talking about when, when we sin immediately, we ought to confess. And when God convicts you, when God speaks to you, when God uh, taps you on the shoulder, the Holy Spirit says, hey, you shouldn't have done that. Confess it. And, and if it's a sin that you've committed against someone else that they are aware of, that they know about, that affected them, you ought to go to them. Now, again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If, if I say something rude to Brother Nathan, then I should confess it to God because David said, I, I've sinned against thee, O God. And, and, and all sin is against God. But if I've also sinned against Brother Nathan, I should go to Brother Nathan and say, Brother Nathan, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That was rude to me. That was unkind to me. That was not, that was not right for me to say that. But if I've thought in my, my mind, if I've thought bad things about Brother Nathan, oh man, now, I don't say it. Oh, man, that guy drives me crazy. I'm so mad at him. Boy, I could just strangle that, you know. 
Uh, and that's not, that's hypothetical, okay? So if you're just now tuning in, I'm not really thinking those things. But if I were, then I, I should confess that to God. But I don't need to go to Brother Nathan and say, now, Brother Nathan, let me just tell you all the terrible things I've been thinking about, just how mad I've been at you. And I haven't told you, but that's not necessary. That, that probably makes things worse. But we should confess it to God. We talked about confession. Uh, we've talked about scripture praying, uh, quoting scripture, claiming scripture, uh, uh, coming to God, saying, God, here is what I'm asking because this is what you have said you will do. And then we talked about watching. And, and, and being aware, watching for, for things that we can pray for, being alert, being vigilant. And then we've talked about uh, intercession. That's where I want to uh, go today. I want to talk more about some intercession. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, and we saw this, I believe it was last week, but um, intercession, we, we pray for others. Uh, give us this day our daily bread. Uh, our Father, which art in heaven, uh, lead us not into temptation, forgive us. And so there ought to be prayers prayed for others. If my prayer list is only, Lord, give me this and help me with this and do this for me, uh, that's a selfish way to pray. Now, I need to pray for myself. I need prayer, uh, but I ought to also pray for others. I ought to pray for my, my wife. I ought to pray for my kids. I ought to pray for uh, my, my, my friends. I ought to pray for my church. I ought to pray for my neighbors. I ought to pray for my country. I ought to pray for others. And we should intercede on the behalf of others. There was a missionary in China where he said this. He said, prayer is where it all begins and where it all ends. Every step in the progress of missions is directly traceable to prayer. It has been the preparation for every new triumph and the secret of all success. And I believe that's true. Prayer is so important. Interceding. John Calvin said our prayers must not be self-centered. To make intercession for men is the most powerful and practical way in which we can express our love for them. If you say you love your family, and you should, then you ought to pray for them. If you say you love your church, and you should, then you ought to pray for them. If you say, oh, I love this country, and oh, I love America, and you should love this country, you should love America, then we should pray uh, for our country. Uh, interceding, Jesus taught us to pray, thy kingdom come before praying, give us this day our daily bread. Now, why is that? I believe Jesus put the emphasis on souls. He put the emphasis on being soul conscious rather than being stuff conscious. Uh, so uh, I need, let's see, what do I need here? I need a new pen. I don't need a new pen. I've got a great pen right here. But if I needed a new pen, and so I need to pray, Lord, please give me a new pen. And I'm just being, I'm being silly. But you know, I may even need a new pen uh, and I don't. But if I did, I may need a new pen but that's not more important than a soul. That's not more important than where someone will spend eternity. And so we're talking about interceding. We're talking about praying for others. We're talking about praying uh, uh, for souls to be saved and lives to be changed. E.M. Bounds said, so also prayers for men are far more important than prayers for things because men more deeply concern God's will and the work of Jesus Christ than things. People are more important to God than things are. And that ought to help us in our prayer life. That ought to help us as we intercede and as we come before the throne of grace. I hope that helps you today as we've talked about intercession. Hope you have a great day. Uh, tomorrow is July 4th, but we're going to be on. We'll have a special broadcast for you tomorrow. And we're going to continue this series on prayer. You say, well, what about something patriotic? Well, we need to intercede for our country and we need to pray that God would do a mighty work in the United States of America. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. 
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.